Ed Sheeran, thinking out loud here on Sound Awake. We get into our wellness corner now. And uh, today talking about healing from muscle and joint injuries. To- joining us is uh, Dr. Anes Mbitsfo, medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga and meditation coach. Our friend, have you ever hurt yourself while exercising? Pulled a muscle, injured a joint. This is a lot more common than you think, particularly if it's as a result of achieving those weight loss uh, goals that we set ourselves as New Year's resolutions and then try and kill ourselves to achieve them. Well, it is true, though, that physical therapy helps overcome the pain and consequences of injuries related to the bones and joints. There's so much more to physical therapy than just that. There are many tips and tricks that include looking at the intensity and moderation of your workout, resting, adequately quickly listening to vital organs checking your heart rate and increasing or rather creating a reasonable training plan with different types of exercises for your fitness goals there are also some foam rollers but let's find out from uh, dr anesu who's joining us now good morning dr Mbisfo. how are you today I'm so good, Asanda. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you so much. And we're saying that uh, these injuries from muscle and joint pain are actually a lot more common than we think. Totally, Asanda. You know, most of the time when people get into their fitness journey, it's kind of assumed that injuries and things like that are are are, are less common than they actually are. Um, and so it's really important when you start to include more physical activity into your routine just to be mindful of injury and to know what to do if you do get injured while you're working out. So what do we, you know, do then? I guess we're going to get to the tips and tricks now. But mm. what, what do we do when or what do we mean when we say it's more it's there's much more to physical therapy than just the physical therapy? So the main thing about muscle and joint recovery is incorporating that into part of your workout routine. So you give your body as much time as possible to recover in between your workouts. And that will, one, make sure that you get the best effects of your workout, but also help to prevent against future injury as well. So a lot of people will generally confuse um, delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS to physical injury. And the main thing is it's quite normal for you to feel sore after you work out. But generally, if that's due to just an increase of lactic acid, just due to your workout and your muscles being worked, that will happen about a day or two after your workout. So if Mm. you are starting to experience pain during your workout or immediately after, that can sometimes point to the fact that you've injured yourself as opposed to it just being due to you working your muscles out. Yeah. So let's talk uh, tips then. Uh, Resting is one of them. Totally, yes. So the main thing, if you think that you have an injury that a lot of people, I think, get confused by, is they think that you need to massage the injury, stretch it out, whereas in fact, the main thing that you want to do straight after injuring yourself, if you suspect that that's what happens, is to rest that part of the body. We're not going to stretch it out. We're not going to try to massage it out. That just leads to a prolonged inflammation phase, and it means that your body doesn't have enough time to lay down enough scar tissue in order to recover. So the main thing is to rest that part of the body. And then, then look, okay. yes, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna, sorry, I was going to say the intensity and moderation part. Are you still on the resting part? Yes. Well, I think that that I just wanted to stress that because mm. so often people will injure themselves and add insult to the injury 
by not resting. So there's a nice little acronym called RICE, which people can use after they suspect that they injure themselves. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to rest. You do this for about three to five days recommended to not do anything if you've injured yourself. So first thing is to just rest the injury. Next thing is you can add some ice. The ice just helps to relieve the inflammation response, and that just helps the, the injury to resolve a lot quicker. You can then compress the injury, so that's where you bandage the injury, make sure that there's not um, there's a little bit of restricted blood flow, again, to decrease the inflammation response. And then you can elevate your injury. So you want to bring that part of the body higher up at, than the level of your heart, and that, again, will just increase the rate of recovery. And, and that's just a nice, quick acronym that everyone should try to remember on the things that you can do in those first three to five days after injuring yourself. Awesome. So, Rice, are you going to mm. put this up at your, <laughs> on your page? But we've just said it on SFM, so people have, have it. Rice, I like yes. it. Rice, easy to remember. Yes, very easy. <laughs> okay, the intensity and moderation part then of the workout, because that also needs to be looked at as one of the tips and tricks in this. Totally. Will this require a personal trainer? Can one guide themselves in terms of how they measure the intensity and the moderation of their workouts? I think that this is something that individuals can manage themselves. I think it's super important to feel empowered when you work with your body and with your health. So the main thing when it comes to the intensity and, and moderation of your workout is to take it slow, especially if you're starting off your fitness journey. So if your um, workout, let's say, is you're doing weights at the gym, you want to do a really gradual increase so that your body has time to get used to the fact that you're now physically active. So that just means making sure that you start off with weights that you feel comfortable lifting, where there's no strain with you lifting, doing a number of repetitive reps at lower weights at first, and then as your body gets stronger and stronger, gradually increasing it to weights where you feel a little bit of discomfort when you're lifting the weight, that your body is still able to do it, and then only once you're about two or three weeks into your workout, then pushing your body by adding more weight. And the same can be true of any exercise that you're doing. If you're running, start off first by doing a fast walk. See how you feel. Make sure that you're not straining yourself in the first few weeks of your physical activity. And then gradually increase it at a pace where your body is comfortable. Because most of the time, these injuries happen from us overexerting our bodies too soon. Listening to vital organs, uh, let's talk about that part. Uh, just being able to listen to your body and know exactly, you know, where you are at. Mm, beautiful. I love that. Listening to your body is the main thing that you should do to avoid injury. And our vital organs often give us the signs as to whether we're overexerting ourselves or whether there's still fuel left in our tank. So what you'll often find when you're working out is your heart rate will increase, your respiratory rate will increase as well. And the most important thing is for you to figure out what your baseline vital measurements are. So your baseline measurements are essentially what your heart rate is like, what your breathing rate is like when you're not under any strain or any stress. Once you've figured out what your baseline is, you then have a range of how much you want that vital measurement to increase when you're exercising or not. Generally, you want it to go up by about 30, if we're talking about your heart rate, about 30 beats per minute. Mm -hmm. Increase from your baseline is okay. 
And that is true also for your respiratory rate. Just about a 30% increase when you're exercising is, is totally fine. And what you can do while you're exercising, when you're taking breaks in between reps, or maybe when you know, you're feeling a little bit short of breath, is just to take a moment to take your pulse, count out how many beats um, your heart takes in a minute, how many breaths you take in a minute, compare that to your baseline. And if it's more than 30% higher than what your baseline is, slow down, give your body a little bit of time to recuperate, and then get yourself back started once you've gone back to your baseline. The, the different types of exercises then that one needs to look at because, uh, and this could be a challenge, and mm. I say it in, in that uh, challenge that you won't think of it, of, of changing the exercises because when you have a, a target area, you just want to focus on that specific area. So you might want to, you know, stick to the same exercise. For example, if you want to target your abs or you want, you know, a nice big round butt, you're mm. going to do a certain <laughs> type of exercise and not knowing that you actually need to change them, switch them a bit. Totally. So people, like you say, often work out for aesthetic reasons and forget that the main reason why we're working out our bodies is for overall health and well-being. So our bodies are made to be active. You know, we have muscles. Our body is, is, is anatomically geared towards us being physically active. But it assumes that we're going to be physically active throughout our day, like we usually would before we started these things of driving cars, sitting behind desks. Mm. Our day-to-day activity was our physical exercise. And that usually meant that you would work out different parts of the body in different ways. So you would, for example, lift heavy objects. So you'd be working out with your arms. You'd be walking far distances to find food. So you'd be working out the legs. And so now when we are starting to tailor our physical activity because we're bringing it into part of our routine, it's also super important to make sure that you move your workout around when it comes to the, t- the body part that you're working out. Once you give that body part that you've worked out ample amount of time to recover, because, for example, you'll do leg day on Monday, and then the rest of the days of the week, you'll focus on other parts of the body, giving your legs time to recover. Mm. But in addition to that, you're just building up additional endurance, additional stamina, in addition to protecting yourself from injury. So making sure that you really take the time to create a workout or physical activity routine that works into the different muscle groups is super important. And this is outside of of cardio. Hey, cardio can be every day. That's correct. So generally, you want when you're looking at building up your 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 physical routine, you want a number of different factors of your of your health overall well being that you're working on. So the first one is your your cardio. Just like you mentioned, Asanda, you want to make sure that your heart is beating fast, that your heart muscle itself is trained and has worked, and that's generally cycling swimming, running, anything with speed generally is going to help with your cardiac activity. Then you also want to help to increase your strength. So that's a big thing, making sure that our muscles are strong, they can work optimally. It also means that they're less likely to get injured by doing their their normal work. Mm -hmm. And then you might also want to work on things like endurance and stamina, where you're preparing your body to do all of this physical activity for a prolonged period of time. And so if you generally structure your workout around those three aspects, cardio, strength, endurance, 
and you make sure that you're working out different parts of the body, you're less likely to get injured and you're more likely to recover better after your workout. Awesome. Okay, well, let's leave it there then. In terms of the remedial therapy uh, mm. for the body, is that offered there by you guys at uh, your, your, your center? Yes, we do. So we are more alternative. So we, if it comes to physical injury, we offer um, acupuncture and massage, which are both known to help to um, increase the rate of recovery, which is which is wonderful. But a lot of things that you know people look for in physiotherapists and an alternative therapist, they can actually do themselves. So generally, it's quite good to go for a consultation if after say two days you still are having pain in that area of your body just to make sure that your injury isn't too serious. But after that first initial consult, your doctor or your therapist will give your injury a name. And there are so many incredible resources out there on YouTube, on Google, about ways that you can stretch out specific injuries, different ways to massage your body once your injury has been diagnosed and you know exactly what it is. All right, then. Thank you so much again for your time. Please do share your social media handles. Thanks so much, Asanda. So my personal handle is at freedom underscore yoga. And my wellness center is at the Nest Space ZA. You can find all of our information about yoga, healing and therapy on there. Have a great day until we chat again, doctor. You too, Asanda. I always love waking up early and chatting to you. Oh, we love it. We love it as well. Thanks so much, Uh, Dr. Anes Mbito, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga and meditation coach, our friend here on Sound Awake. So that's our wellness corner today.